0: passion doesn't necessarily have to be defined by what you do for your career or who you are in your career or as a leader or
1: as an entrepreneur. Point being is that you constantly are going to see people that are doing something that you think you might want to do or doing something that, you know, maybe fits more of the like girl boss, women agenda hello everyone happy halloween and happy monday welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast the hookah girls podcast it is emma and maddie welcome back to
0: another episode you guys we're so excited to chat about halloween and chat about some other things but when you guys are listening to this it is the monday before
1: halloween it's officially spooky season it is spooky season this has really come up upon us it popped the up. fact that it's like october doesn't scare me but the fact that it's like november next uh-huh oh in, yeah in a in a couple short days is horrifying actually like this end of the year always speeds by because it's like stacked holidays which is a lot of fun and honestly you know if you've listened to that the the pod before you know that i'm not you know a big fan of like the winter and in the cold and stuff so i feel like the holidays are there to comfort those like myself who would not survive otherwise yes, <laughs> and i'm saying exactly. survive a winter as someone who lives in south carolina and i have no real threat you to have it so hard I, have, I literally laid out and to be fair it's october but like i'll get there I literally laid out at the pool today. It was 80 degrees. I was sweating. Oh, poor me you. My, poor me. No, but we were literally <laughs> me and my roommate went and laid out at the pool, and. She was like, wait, is it warm enough to stand? I was like, hell yeah, girl. The UV is like five, which is, you know, decent. And we went out there for like an hour and just lay there. I listened to Taylor Swift's new album or her re-record. Yes. All the new vault songs. And I just laid out by the pool. And I was like, I love the fall. We kept making jokes. We're like, I love fall because it was like 80 degrees. But the other thing I was going to say is one of my coworkers who's from Chicago. I work remote. So we're all over the place. She was like, I was like, how's the weather there? She's like, oh, it's actually pretty warm today. It's like 55. And I said, (laughs) "Ooh, girl. That's not my version of warm, but yeah, good like, for not you. Not <laughs> um, It's just, you know, everyone has their different areas that have their have, have their different climates, but the holidays really do make, you know, once it does eventually get cold, it hasn't struck the South yet, but really do make it cozy and fun.
0: And oh, definitely. Well, and okay, I this is me showing my ignorance here, but I fully thought that we rejected daylight savings and we weren't doing that anymore and
1: i found out recently that we're still doing it again this year and i was yes. like okay uh, why why i my roommate victoria she she told me that she was like at least you don't have daylight savings this year i said what she said yeah they like overruled it like no you're not doing it anymore it passed and i was like i was like best news freaking ever i did not know we looked it up so basically i think what happened we recently talked about this that's so funny Okay. <laughs> I think it passed through the House, but it's not through the Senate or vice versa. So oh. the bill exists; it's been a pr- it's passed through one of our branches or whatever. It's I think it's through the House, but it has to go through the Senate, and then Mr. Biden has to give his signature on it. So sign off on it. Oh, okay. literally, that makes sense. hurry up though, because like, who the hell? And I, I think it relates back to like agriculture. So like, I don't want to sound ignorant, but I think literally nine out of ten people would say get goodbye get, get rid, rid of it of it. Yep. I, it doesn't exist in Arizona and I don't think no it's in I know why either and
0: like, this is very random it doesn't exist in a very small town in Illinois because I know because I have family who lives in Illinois they don't live in the small town but it's funny because I was joking I'm going to visit them in December that's a story for another day but going to visit them and I was looking things up and I was talking to one of my friends about it and she was like oh my gosh my family lives in the town next door and when they drive into the town that you're going to, it's in a different time zone. And I was like, I'm sorry, what are you talking about? And they're in a different time zone part of the year because of daylight savings. So I'm like, if places are already doing it, like, let's just get everyone on one page.
1: Let's just hurry up. No one wants it. Smash smash five stars if you think daylight, star, daylight savings is stupid. Exactly. And if you don't think <laughs> it is, then
0: just abstain from uh, giving us your just review. abstain but
1: no stars they're fine <laughs> no but
0: with the winter weather coming around I'm gonna jump into my no show all tell item because yes, I would a, love to hear as a girly who lives in Colorado where it is so incredibly dry um, I am here for anything that moisturizes my lips my body like any part of it however I love the Summer Fridays lip balm. Um, it's like technically, mm-hmm. I think, like a fancier name for it or whatever. I have the vanilla flavor of it. I know that they just came out. Is it flavor? I guess it'd be flavor, right? Yeah, Scent? yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know. Um, I know that they <laughs> just came out with a sweet mint variety, I guess, how if you will. Sweet. <laughs> I know, how sweet. But this is my thing, okay? I'm a Vaseline girly through and through. Like, I smather that sucker everywhere. Girl,
1: I have Vaseline. Like, I have my ID. It's like when I'm leaving the house, it is cell phone, keys, you know, wallet, all the things in it, and then yep. Vaseline. Yeah. Literally. Well, so that's I always- what I was going to say is, like,
0: I love my Vaseline. Nothing will replace it. I put it on my heels. I put it on my lips. I put it anywhere that is dry. Okay? Okay. I like this. This probably is not going to sell anyone on this product. You know what? That's okay. I like this because it's like a really elevated, sleek Vaseline. It's Got really it. freaking expensive. However, well, I shouldn't say that. I think it's like $20. Someone's going to come for me. But for a balm. like but for a balm. Yeah. Like that's pretty expensive. However, I like the luxury that it makes me feel. So when my lips are feeling a little bit dehydrated and I'm at the office or I'm driving into like a workout class or whatever. Just putting this on my lips makes me feel, for lack of better words, like I feel like a boss-ass bitch Pilates mom. Like I feel so good. I feel so put together and it actually works on your lips. So there's my no shall tell because with Amazing. the cold weather coming up, I was like,
1: I have, to, I have to give the rec to the girlies. I feel like if you were an influencer, you would be the... Like moisturizing influencer, like how I definitely would be. Literally, your skin just has to feel prepped and ready all the time. That I feel like your recs always lean in that direction. And I They do. And you know what's so funny is that until
0: I moved to Colorado like five, six years ago, I hated lotion. This is so embarrassing. But like literally in middle school, my mom would beg me to put lotion on my legs and I would make her do it for me because I didn't like the way that lotion felt. Like I hated lotion. And now I'm like just lather me in anything and everything. Like body She's oils, changed. lotion. She's a changed <laughs> woman. Um, but no, I, I would be. I would be the moisturizing I'd
1: be moisture maddie. Let's well, not go Moish- at <laughs> moisturizing with maddie. That could be cute, yeah. not Moisture, Maddie. Moist Maddie. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please no, no, we're done with Follow that. Follow okay. at What's, moist your, what's your no-show i you We got We got to move on. So funny. Okay, mine is a makeup product, which I feel I oh, don't always. I, uh, I don't, don't always say. do. Um. So this was actually recommended to me in in lieu of the Halloween season because I'm going to be. Oh, we haven't even talked about it. I am going to be Taylor Swift tomorrow. We're recording this on Friday. <gasps> Wait. Fun. So I'm I'm being Taylor on saturday it was kind of a last minute thing so i just decided the easiest tailor to do was like red era taylor because you just do the red lipstick i have the heart sunglasses it's Cute. very simple call it a day I gotta curl my hair i have red earrings bottom yeah, bing, bottom bing. i have blonde i have blonde hair it's nice and simple so i was talking to this girl um named Allie, who lives in charleston and i was like i love like your red lipstick color and i was like it's staying on so well she had actually dressed up a couple nights ago as taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. And so oh, she was cute. that version of Taylor, but okay. she had on the perfect like red Taylor lip. And I yep. honestly, I just don't really like I'm not I'm not good for products. So I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm just kind of like, what like what are you wearing? It's so good. And she recommended it to me. It is the Maybelline New York Superstay 24 color lipstick. And Ooh. basically, one side of it is a lipstick. I got shade, let me find it. It is Optic Ruby. Oh, okay that's fit optic ruby i'm like who comes up with that um but the the top side of it so it's it's two sides i love a little asmr the top side is the actual lipstick and then the bottom side is almost like a a mat over it so it locks it in place and when it says this shit stays for 24 hours it really will if you don't wipe it off i was doing a test run with it earlier because i bought it for my costume and i had to scrub that baby off because i was like going to the pool when i was going to lay out i was like i don't want to be out there with like no weight makeup and bright red (laughs) lipstick it's like me and my bikini completely natural and just like a bright red lip i was like not really the vibe however um i really like it and i think they have a lot of other you know you don't always have to be the bright red lip girl they have a lot of other really you know just like the normal lip color shades but it locks it in and it was like i don't Ooh. know nine dollars or something so i think it's a good rec for a lipstick if you're really looking for something to to stay between emma and i's uh no show all tall items we
0: have your lips both moisturized and i didn't colorized. even think about that
1: Yes, uh, so you can put the – but you don't put the balm on first. That is something that will kind of, like, make it not stay, yep. obviously, because if it's, like, wet, it's going to just, like, the product's yeah, going to slide makes around. Sense. Yeah, So you would put my product on first, the Maybelline New York Superstay 24-color, very long name lipstick, and then you would put on Maddie's Summer Friday's lip balm. Exactly, and there you go.
0: Chef's kiss, you have the perfect lip combo. So when someone for... on the street
1: says, where is that juicy lip combo from, you say, it's the Hugo Girls, Hugo Girls?
0: yes it's
1: moist maddie and emma (laughs)
0: yes (laughs) oh my god please stop
1: uh so
0: speaking of halloween so you're being taylor swift are you do you have one costume this year or do you have multiple
1: so last night i was i love a pun i i feel this pressure weirdly it's kind of pick me energy i realize just just let me have it um i always want to do something i'm self-aware we love that i always want to do something that's kind of punny or funny I just feel like my role in my friend groups is I'm just like the sarcastic one I'm always joking around so it's cute like you know tomorrow I'm being Taylor Swift, which is very basic I don't have something against doing a basic costume but I feel pressure to like do something funny if that makes sense I feel yeah, like that if people sense. expect me to be, in, and I say peoples and like my five friends, but I think people are like, I don't know. I was like, you know, they're like, what's Emma going to do? Is she going to be funny? Um, So I I found, I actually got inspired off of TikTok as, you know, as inspires me for everything. But I saw a costume that's a holy cow. You guys might've seen it. It's pretty, I it's not, it's not a new concept, but you basically wear a cow skirt or a cow top or whatever. And then you wear a halo and like angel wings. So part of you is holy and then part of you is the cow and then someone asks what you are you're like holy cow and everyone not everyone got it at first at the little halloween party i was at but as soon as i you know it's very easy to explain they're like what are you i'm like holy cow and they're like oh i love that so got it and and it's cute i i struggle with i i don't have the confidence to do like an ugly girl costume or you know people who like dress up as boys or like the people last night were dressed up as founding fathers and i'm like that is literally so funny but i just i I don't have the confidence to do it, honestly, to, like, intentionally go out in, like, a a George Washington wig. I'm like, you are a better person than I am. So, I love a funny costume without looking ugly. Like, I still like to feel pretty, and I, you know, I feel like m- okay. most everyone yeah. does, and then there's the people that really carry the team with, like, the funny costumes, but I, I enjoyed Holy Cow, and then I'm do Taylor Swift, and then on actual Halloween, I just have, like, a a scream shirt basically you know the scream mask yeah I'm not gonna wear the mask but I got like it's like a large oversized like one shoulder like scream shirt and then like black and white socks and I think that's gonna be my like spooky costume I love I think it's so cute (laughs) you know what's so funny
0: is that I was talking to one of my best friends Katrina I've talked about her on the show before um I was talking to her about what she was going to be for Halloween because she's going out tonight and tomorrow night. We were chatting, whatever. She texts me and she goes, I'm scrolling through Pinterest for last minute costume ideas and look who I came across. And it it's is me. Fully, it is fully Emma. As I saw quote, that yesterday. Modern Bell.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I Did you see my story about this? No. I discovered this yesterday. I did the same exact thing as Katrina did. I was looking up last minute Halloween costumes because I didn't. Because I have like three-ish right now. So I was like, if I end up going out of fourth day, I don't really have anything. Literally, one of the top things that I see said, hmm, that girl looks familiar. It's me. And I did a <laughs> costume last year. And if you look it up, you go last-minute Halloween costumes. It's like it's a, a list. It's one of the first ones that pop up. Yep. And this girl basically made a blog about it. But it comes up on Pinterest. So you can click on You're it. You're number it 13, it. by the way. I noticed that. I was like, yes, Taylor, yes, number 13. So it's like 20 ideas but on the basically the image before you click on it I'm one of the people that you see before you click on it and I was like oh my god this because if it if it if I wasn't on that if I wasn't on the cover of it I don't think I would have ever clicked on it or I would have had to scroll all the way down to 13 and be like wait holy shit that's me but last year I was modern Belle I guess like I was Belle the princess I just wore a a, like a tight yellow dress, I got a little rose pin and like clipped it in the center. I wore gloves, a crown, called it a day, and apparently I'm so innovative that I am now a Pinterest girl. So. I love. She's she's a Pinterest influencer now. I can't apparently. believe Katrina sent that to you. That's so I funny. know.
0: I was gonna tell you, and I was like, I'll save it for the pod. So, anyways, <sighs> you are well known, but I think it's so funny. I. <laughs> this is like such a niche thing you know those sequence pillows where you can like swipe your hand down on them and it'll be like silver and then you swipe back up and it's like purple or something that they used to have like justice or limited Two or whatever so my freshman year and if my mom's listening to this I'm not trying to call you out like it was so sweet it was so thoughtful and um college my mom used to send me like these little gift basket things or like packages for different holidays so she'd do like a Halloween one or an Easter one or a Valentine's Day one it was so cute they would have like maybe like a little Trader Joe's gift card in it and then like something sweet or like whatever my freshman year for Halloween she sends me this sweater from Target and she like wrote a little note and she was like I just thought this looked like you like it's so cute mm. I hope you love it it is this gray sweatshirt with black sleeves and it's a witch's hat in the middle that's made out of sequences and you (laughs) swipe up on it and it goes uh trick and then you swipe down on it and it goes treat literally shut
1: up oh oh, it gets better this
0: is not Halloween related but then my Christmas box come in okay my Christmas (laughs) package comes in I get a red and green one that has a Santa hat on it that then says naughty and you go up and it says nice nice shut up and like she. the sentiment behind
1: it is so cute
0: so sweet and like it's really there and I'm not trying to make fun of her like it is the cutest thing ever
1: that is just that's such a mom gift that's such a mom mom gift gift. and anytime I think
0: about Halloween now I think about my first Halloween in Colorado (laughs) in trick or treat and it was just, it was a lot. So I thought I'd share my little. So idea. are you
1: gonna, are you dressing up? Is that gonna be your costume this year? No.
0: So unfortunately, the trick or treat sweater, I think, got donated a couple years back. I really should have. I know. You? I know. I'm sorry. We were closet cleaning out, and I was like, you know, if you don't wear this more than, you know, once every couple Ever. years, we should probably get rid of it. Yep. <laughs> I think I genuinely wore it one time, like kind of as a joke, but kind of not. And, I was living in my sorority house at the time. So it must have been sophomore year, like right before COVID. And one of the girls living in the house with me and came down and like saw me wearing it. And she was like, this is a joke. Like, what are you wearing? And I was like, I'm ready to go out. Because you know, in college, you're like, without saying you're acting slutty, like you're dressing up for Halloween, like not in the most conservative way. Like you're going out to the bars, whatever. So what I was going to say with that is that I literally went out to the bars wearing that with a giant witch's hat and like, some tall socks or whatever and the entire point of it was like to be funny and so mm-hmm. when you were saying the girls who like go out have a lot of confidence like I did it however I would not recommend because people didn't understand that I was like
1: joking like I don't think the yeah, level the level of like yeah. comedy wasn't there so people just like if you dress like, is literally George Washington it's clearly it's funny clearly and like a joke. funny yeah.
0: But people thought I was just, like, trying to be cute when I was, like, I trying to be funny. Yeah, it was a lot. So, anyways, point being, I'm scarred from Halloween. Um, I'm not dressing up this year. <laughs> but, no, I'm not. She's an adult. She's an adult. No, I'm not really scarred. Like, but I like Halloween. you live Halloween. in, like, a
1: neighborhood, right? So, will you be a... Uh- Oh my do. gosh, you're gonna be a, a passer outer?
0: <laughs> I will be a passer outer. We are going to be a trick or treat giver. Um, I'm really excited. This actual Halloween weekend, when we're recording this, we're recording this the Friday before Halloween, and we had a couple of like Halloween, I guess, like house parties that we were invited to. And I was like, honestly, I don't know a ton of people going, and a lot of my close friends are either out of town or like doing something like with work colleagues or whatever. So I was like, you know what, that's fine. And this is super besides the point, but, like, Sunday is the first opening day at one of the ski resorts near us. And so, my boyfriend's going skiing, and he's leaving Priorities, at, like in the morning. Yeah. Priorities. So, I was like, we're just simply not going out on Saturday night. Like, that's not an option. Um. So, I am not really doing anything classically Halloween. However, I have friends coming over tomorrow, and we're going to paint some pumpkins.
1: Fine. I ordered
0: acrylic paint just from Amazon, and we're going to, like, everyone's bringing their own pumpkin. So we're going to do that, but on actual Halloween itself, we're going to make chili and sit outside by the fireplace and hand out candy. And I, I've hit suburban mom life
1: and I think I'm here for it. Have you listened to Taylor Swift's new album? She has a, she has a song, Suburban Legend. Yes. Yes. It's in That's one of you. my top. That's you. That's Maddie. That is me. <laughs> Moist Maddie's a suburban legend. <laughs> Please stop. Oh my God. Um, anyways. Sorry. You have a new nickname. <sighs> I'm kidding. No I'll sadness. stop. Retiring.
0: Retiring, we're done now. But (laughs) I'm very excited to be a suburban mom, and I think it's going to be like obviously hypothetical. I have no children for any new listeners out there.
1: Um, (laughs) but I'm just no. That'll be so much fun.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to have like a very low key Halloween. I don't think I've had one maybe ever. Like every Halloween, I've done something, so it's kind of fun to switch it up a little bit.
1: Yes i love that for you so much fun and yeah i think that concludes our no show all tell halloween life update recap and we're so excited to talk to you about i i don't feel like not this isn't a controversial topic at all but i feel like we never really lean into more of like opinionated topics we I don't like this is, we're very this like, is like giving sunshine and rainbows yes and you know and we always want to do that because we you obviously want to listen to a podcast that makes you feel good and stuff and this is all going to be feel good as well but we were discussing a topic I'll let Maddie explain it a little better but discussing a topic that might be a little bit more opinion heavy but we think so really important especially we know 99% of our listeners are women and girls so this is going to be a little bit of like a girl power episode and not in like a feminist agenda way just in things that are important to talk about and you know the people have to have those conversations aren't, you know, po- political figures or men. It's us, like it's the people that exist yep. and live in, as women every single day. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna have our moment today on the pod for the girls. I
0: know. I'm excited to have our moment. And we were thinking, like always, like what to do this episode on. And we were just thinking about what was really speaking to us currently. And I recently listened to an episode of The Skinny Confidential. I'm sure you guys have all heard of that podcast, but if you by some chance have not, please go check it out. It's such a great show by Dear Media. And they had a guest on, um, Steph Shep, and she actually used to be Kim Kardashian's assistant, and now she's kind of become this entrepreneur, and she's an influencer to an extent. And she came on, and instead of talking about her career or instead of talking about, like, everything that she's done in her life to make her as successful as she currently is... She came on and talked about how passion doesn't necessarily have to be defined by what you do for your career or who you are in your career or as a leader or uh, as an entrepreneur. And I really liked it because Emma and I are very open about this on the show. I'm kind of in the what the F am I doing period of my life where I've been in my current job a little over a year like i'm post-grad i don't really know what's going on and i've been trying to figure out okay like what's my next step where do i go next and like what do i do and what is, what my, is my purpose? Passion? yeah what's my passion what's my purpose and she said in this episode that it's a real generational thing to want to make your mark and be on for example the forbes under 30 like 30 under 30 list or have a famous podcast or be an influencer and have a super strong instagram following but you don't necessarily have to. And she talked about how her mom worked as an electrician at General Motors for 30 years, and she did it to pay the bills. She did it to provide for her family. And being an electrician at General Motors wasn't her purpose, that was just her job. And she talked about how your purpose can really be outside of what you do for work, and it can be to be a good daughter, or a good mother, or a good friend, And it kind of led into this, I guess, like, quote, feminist conversation where we've really strayed a lot from society where if someone wants to be, for example, a stay at home mom or someone doesn't want to climb the corporate ladder or do what is like, quote, the like feminist thing to do, that you're doing it wrong. Like we didn't work this hard as women to get to where we are now just for women to be like, oh, actually, I don't want to be a leader. I don't want to be the CEO. I don't want to be the VP of whatever. I want to be like a mom and it was super interesting because a quote that she said was that the beauty of feminism is a choice and one way of life is not prescriptive and I just thought that this was really empowering because it's really saying that you can be whoever you want to be and you don't have to do something just for the sake of doing it you don't have to like try really 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 hard to get on the Forbes 30 under 30 list because that's what everyone's doing like it's just a I guess, a conversation that I started having with Emma a little bit before the show, and Mm -hmm. I just, I, it personally resonated with me, so I
1: wanted to share it with you all. Yeah, it resonates with me too, and I also wanted to kind of go back to square one of like what it means to be a feminist. I know it's kind of silly to think about, but it's a political ideology, more or less, and I think when you hear feminist nowadays, you think about someone who's like, women are, like, the ultimate leader whatever and I, it almost just loses its meaning like feminist like in terms of what it means in a dictionary definition it's just all genders having equal rights like you support women duh having the same rights as men and that's yep. all it is plain and simple right so I feel like especially in a world that we see so many people on social media we know so much about what other people are doing and it's kind of weird I, it's I can crazy. look up some random ass like 25 year old in Wyoming and know their day-to-day life in and out of it and like there was just never before this huge surge of social media that was never a thing you know so much about what's going on point being is that you constantly are going to see people that are Doing something that you think you might want to do, or doing something that you know maybe fits more of the like girl boss women agenda. And there was this huge movement I know um, a couple years back now on TikTok and Instagram that it was like girl boss energy or like being that girl. Do you yes. remember that? Or was it yes. that girl? Yep. And and that girl wasn't the mom. That girl was the person who wakes up at six a.m. every day, and you know then they go on their three mile run and then they go to the office and somehow they they fit all of this like extraordinary stuff in the and little their pocket hair looks 10 perfect 10 hours and their
0: outfit looks perfect and they're not too emotional and they're not like too yep feminine. and they're not
1: tired they pop right up and then they do their work and on their lunch break they do another three miles and then they come back and they haven't broken a sweat and you're just like who are these people and you're and like again huh. we always you know we like to make our disclaimers you know you guys are smart too but this isn't saying not to set goals and strive to be that person. The idea is that you are doing what you want to do as a woman and that like you're doing what you want to do. The, yep. the you personally, part is it's, personally, you personally are making the choice of, I would love to have a family and be a stay at home mom. I'd love to be there for my kids. Me and Molly were talking about this too. Being a, a mother is a job and you know, everyone will be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But think about it. If you're, like, you think about household, you know, the stay at home parent, what their task kind of consists of. It's cleaning, cooking, child care and, you know, a slew of other things as well. But those are paid careers. People get paid to cook, they're, they're chefs, people get paid to clean, there's cleaning services. Every business has paid cleaners and people who do that. You know, your children, you either have to put them, you have to, have a babysitter they have to be in a daycare something like that all of these are services that are paid for but as soon as you're doing it for free for your family it gets written off as like not counting as a job which i just think is so silly it's because insane. you are doing things that one other people get paid money to do and two like some someone has to fill that role you were filling a void of a job that has to be done and i i think it's hard to i i and we can talk about this many because i know we feel different on on this i don't know if i want kids um, and i know a lot of people are like i really want to be a mom but i would hate for someone that is like their goal in life is to be a mom to feel guilty about that i that's how my sister is i think a lot a lot of people are like that and yeah. I, I, I almost get the look on the other side when i'm like oh i don't know if i want kids which who knows again i'm 23 but when i'm like oh if i don't i don't know if i want kids or yeah you know I, I i don't really see myself having kids one day I kind of feel bad for saying that because I'm like that's like not like motherly or that's not feminine of me to not want to have kids and oh my gosh it's it's such a tough I I think we are pushed often we as in women are pushed into you choose your mother or you choose your like girl boss corporate career career and they can't intermix and they really can yep they absolutely can and it's
0: It's so interesting. I actually, I was listening to a TikTok the other day that popped up on my For You page. And it was this woman who I guess is a now, like she's a new recent mom. And she was talking about it, how all of her friends were like, once you became a mom, like that was your entire personality trait. Like you were just a mom and that's all you talked about. And she explained how... Her entire day is consumed by her now child. She wakes up, she has to do stuff for the child. she like does stuff in the middle of the night for the child, whatever. versus she went to book club and one of her close friends is an attorney and she is working the most ridiculous hours as a recent partner and she and being an attorney is pretty much her entire personality. But almost everyone at the book club was saying to the woman who was an attorney like, oh my gosh, like you put in so much time and hard work and dedication. That's crazy. And they're in their 30s and this woman is not married and she's fully focusing on her career. And that's okay because that's what she wants to do. And that's like her personal journey versus everyone else at the book club was looking at this mom and was like, Kind of looking down on her because everyone else in the book club was a quote, like working woman. And they yeah. were like, I can't believe that you like gave up your dream to be a mom. And she was like, I didn't give up my dream to be a mom. This and is I my dream. Yeah. yeah, like I'm not making this my entire personality any more than like Michelle is across the room. It's just where my life is. And like you were saying, Emma, like you can do both. You can, at least for me, like, and again, I'm 23, I don't know what I want as my end all be all in life, but like, My goal as of right now is I do want to have kids one day. I want to have a family. And I would love to work my way up and be really successful and then have a family and depending on how that takes me, go back to work when they get to a certain age or maybe not. Like I can't speak for my future self, but there's not one good answer to that. And I think that that's why that quote really spoke to me. is like the beauty of feminism is the choice. And one way of life is not prescriptive. One way of life is not like oh, wow, like you really, you showed them. We worked so hard to get to this point in our lives that, you know, like women can work and do the same thing as men. Like, yes, to a certain extent, one, still not 100% true, but like two, it is great. It's great that we have the option. That doesn't mean that you have to take that option if it's not what's right for you. Just because you have the option to work your absolute ass off and get on the Forbes 30 under 30 list, don't do something just for the sake of trying to do it don't do it for the title don't do it for the recognition do it because that's what is important to you
1: yeah and I hear people all the time this is you know less business side just on social media I I do influencing but I feel you know I'll be like oh I need to post and everyone's like oh my gosh yeah I need to post I haven't posted in three months like I, I really need to I'm like why do you feel like you need to I'm like I do this because you know it's part of my like side business but I hear commentary on my side of people being like oh I need to be better about that like I need to post them like if you don't care about social media like don't force yourself to care exactly. Just like if you don't want to go be a business professional like don't go be a business professional and the whole idea is that you can have you you know in your heart like what's gonna fill your cup and at the same time sometimes you you do have to work and have your passions outside of it and that's okay too don't feel bad like oh I, I think Maddie you've said this on the podcast before like your sales job isn't like your it's dying not like my passion dream job no no but it allows you the flexibility to travel to have a, a nice house with your boyfriend and all this stuff so it's like you are not foregoing your passions by having a career just how you are not foregoing your passions by being a mom or staying at home and like filling your cup in other ways or just it's not even filling your cup it's just it's it's where your time is spent and like where your assets are most valuable and that's gonna look so different for absolutely everyone and and it really is hard to see other people that are those like quote girl bosses and maybe you're the girl boss like me and Maddie are kind of like we're our girl boss era right now because we're absolutely we're both corporate girls and so like i i don't know there's there's just so much commentary if you think about how girls engage with each other and how you know, both the people in your personal life and external life, how we're all engaging with each other. It's not competition in a way of you're trying to be better than someone else, but it's always like a, oh, I should really be doing more of what Mary's doing, or I should really be doing more of what Sophia's doing, so like I can have X. And it, it's just it's a hard cycle to be in because what gets lost in that is your passion. and Absolutely. Like if this if my random friend who doesn't care about social media starts posting because she feels like that's what everyone's doing that's what she should do she's gonna stop you know going to her Pilates class that she really liked and spending time on Instagram and it's like okay don't give up something that you like for something that like we, we only have so much time in life so exactly spend it spend it where you as you as an individual see fit 100% and
0: also alternatively when I was listening to this podcast episode on the skinny confidential Steph Shep was talking about how she hates posting on social media And Mm. so is Lauren Everick's Bostic. Like, they were saying, like, this is our job. We do it to pay the bills. If you look on our social media page, it's not our family. It's not anything personal about us. It's influencing. It's our outfits. It's, you know, what we're doing. It's me, me, and a little bit more about me because that's our brand. That's our image. That's our business. That's our job. And I think that we just collectively somehow got to this place in society where we look at jobs that women have and – not saying that all women are influencers or all influencers are women rather, but we look at these jobs and we're like, oh, it's easy. Like a stay-at-home mom, that's easy. Or that girl who's an influencer, like, oh, I wish that I could, you know – all day like just take pictures of myself and it would be great like that would be so easy and not saying I know that there's like things going around on social media where there are some influencers out there who don't really do a whole lot they have management companies and you know they're like oh I had such a hard day I had to send one email and take one picture not talking about those girls I'm saying that <laughs>
1: it's like it's, day in the life had a hair appointment so busy. It, literally literally <laughs> and it's
0: not relatable but point is is that everyone has a job and just because someone is a stay-at-home mom or someone is an influencer or someone is in a more like female-dominated field or is doing something more female-focused with their life doesn't necessarily make it easy. And I think that we somehow attributed this choice as like oh they're just taking the lazy option they're not doing the hard option they're not climbing the corporate ladder they're not being an entrepreneur they're not trying to get on Forbes 30 under 30 or they're not really trying to make their podcast like in the top 10 not saying you don't have to have goals that's not what we're saying at all but if it's not genuine and authentic to you don't feel like you have to do it just for the sake of doing it
1: yeah, and that's so true. And I think our podcast, Maddie, can maybe be a good example, too, of, like, we would love for our podcast to be bigger than it is. We, you know, we have our Hookah Girls community, and it we just- We it is not in our cards right now in terms of where we're at professionally, where we're at in our lives to be like full-time podcasters. And I don't think that's where, not that our passions don't lie here too, but like this isn't our only passion. But at the same time, we care enough about it to even if it's not getting 100,000 listens every episode, which, you know, I'm sure some of these big, big podcasts are getting that many, and which is crazy. We still care enough about it to do it because we like it. So we're like, okay, if we get... You know x amount of people listening to it even if it's you know one person which you know it's more so thank you but it means something to us because this this fills us but we don't have to be the biggest podcast in the world to be proud of this and to put time into it and yeah i i, I was like let me use us as an example too because you can 100%. like something you can like something with having without having to be the absolute best at
0: it exactly and at the end of the day, there's always going to be
1: someone better than you.
0: There's always going to be someone Like how who... I'm better than Maddie. Exactly. Like, we can't just... all be Emmas
1: of the world. Wait, you... uh, Maddie but... can't <laughs> be me and she just wants you so bad and so... Point of the episode. No, but it...
0: Yeah, I can't be <laughs> Sorry, Emma. Sorry, girl. But going back to our... Oh, I don't even want to talk about it. Shivers. Um, Arrival Fallacy episode where the audio was so terrible. Um, oh, If you no. haven't listened to that episode give it a listen if you can push through the awful audio because it kind of goes back to that of telling yourself like once I get on that list once I get that job once I do this thing then I'll be happy and expecting that when you get to that point that everything's going to be great and same thing with like even just this is a completely different topic but like consumerism and like seeing things on TikTok or Instagram or whatever and being like Okay, like if I get that outfit, then I'll have my life put together. Or if I get to go stay in that Airbnb that those influencers did, then I'll be able to relax. Then I'll Mm -hmm. have a good group of girlfriends who like I can go on these trips with. Then I can be X, Y, and Z. And I think that that's the one. Slippery slope. Yes. Like it's just, it's both a positive and a negative with social media. But I think that there's so much information out there that it's very much construed in a way that, You know, you perceive it how you want to perceive it. And just remember that that's not always the case. And just because you are working in a corporate job or just because you are a small business owner or you are a stay-at-home mom doesn't make you lesser or greater than anyone else out there.
1: Yeah, it all comes back to you're going to bed with you and yourself at the end of the night. You're living your life and your body and your experiences. So what is making... You happy and and it's hard. It's uh trust me, so hard not to get caught up in it. I am guilty of it every single day of I feel bad about something because of someone else. Not because they have anything to do with me, but it's because I'm putting it on myself. I also think an interesting pop culture topic that kind of ties into this is the movement of so (laughs) the one example I really have is there's a lot of like live action remakes of like classic disney princess movies so there was just the little mermaid there's been what else are they doing um they're doing beauty and the beast i think they're doing which i saw and then oh well they have done beauty and the beast because it was emma watson was beauty and the beast yep yep yeah okay you're right i knew there was another one and now they're doing snow white and snow white i didn't realize was like the first cartoon like ever something Uh i think it was the first cartoon movie to ever exist which is the first
0: she was the first disney princess for sure and i think she was like i'm gonna have to go back but i saw something this is completely besides the point but i was watching dancing stars disney night and they were talking about all the how disney has evolved through the years and that's how i found out that snow white was the first disney princess but she was like early 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 on like i want to say like 1920s maybe
1: Yeah, I think it was, well, weirdly, it was um, 1937, I believe. Oh, okay. Because this is, (laughs) again, this is where I'm, like, scared to be opinionated because we always have opinions, but I believe it's 1937 because, basically, they're doing a live action remake of Snow White, which is great. They cast Rachel Zegler, I believe is how you say her name. She's, like, a very young, like, new into Hollywood actress. She's gorgeous, very talented, but part of the issue that has come up is the agenda behind the movie is losing sight of what the movie is about. And that's why these conversations are important, because sometimes you you think you're doing a service to a group of people and for this this circumstance it's a woman. You're you think you're doing service to women by maybe saying oh yeah, like I I saw this actress interviewing. She was like, yeah, I didn't even watch Snow White like more than once. You know, it's a weird movie. Like it's not 1937 anymore. That's why I know the date, if she was accurate. She's like, it's not 1937 anymore. And like, she's not gonna be looking for love. She's gonna be looking to be the leader she's always wanted to be. And a lot of the feedback she's getting is, why is this making me feel bad as a woman like it's the goal is women empowerment because it's like no she just doesn't have to be you know snow white the classic snow white is cleaning the dwarf's house and like helping them and looking for true love and true love's kiss which again it's very important to show women in positions of power show women as leaders and i think even in a remake there's a way obviously you don't want to make a woman a, a pure weak or maybe like a man's using her or something like you would never want that so there's a way to make her a strong character without having to take away the domestic part of snow white's character her domestic story part yeah. of a lot of like women's lives and so a lot of the feedback is like you're trying to write out her as a domestic caring soft woman which should be characteristics that are
0: Good. like good character is it yeah, yeah. good character
1: is it like the admirable is the word i was looking for yes admirable characteristics of like White is this like super sweet character kind yep which doesn't mean she's weak she's just strong in her her kindness you know so instead of instead of kind of taking that approach it was like nope. like she's she's gonna be a fighter She like she doesn't care about love she's literally this is what this is why i have more of a strong opinion because this girl's being very polarizing because she was like yeah the the prince i don't know his character's name let's call him like andrew she's like yeah andrew's lines might get taken out of the movie like who knows it's hollywood baby like we don't need him basically saying like the man is actually gonna get just getting cut out potentially completely written out of the script and in the spirit of feminism and all the girls were like actually like you raise your hand on the back of your classroom you're like actually teacher this isn't what i wanted so it it's so hard but that's why you know we like talking about stuff like this too because it's like What is the best way for us to be represented or celebrated or feel comfortable? Because all these moms are like, you're making me feel like I'm a weaker person for not wanting to be the strong fighting leader of the army, leading the dwarfs to freedom or whatever their storyline they're coming out with. And it'll be really interesting, I think, to see... If they even up end up releasing it, there has been so much backlash about it. Um, That's so, it, so it's, interesting. It's really and there's in a way, you know, there's a great ways to do inclusion. Like I thought, how they did the Little Mermaid was awesome. Like keeping the story, but being in, like inclusive or just um, you know additional representation that wasn't there before. But it, an but agenda it didn't is, change the
0: storyline. An
1: agenda is so obvious. And so like when these press conferences, they've been filming it, and then you start doing press and you know press tours for it. And everyone's like, ooh, I don't Well, think. It's, this is what we were asking for.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of interesting. Did You saw the Barbie
1: movie, right? I did see the Barbie movie. Okay. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Well, okay,
0: so this is – I want to go back and see it again. Because at first, I was kind of like, I don't know how I felt about it. And I've thought a lot – it's a movie that's left me with a lot. I will say that. And it's really interesting because it kind of – that Snow White story kind of reminds me of Barbie's story where – she's like oh we're like empowering women to do all these things and like we you can be worker Barbie or you can be whatever and they're like no that's doing the exact opposite you're making women feel like they have to fit into this mold of you know being pretty all the time or being kind or being whatever so it's kind of like the reverse of what the actress from Snow White was saying where she was like we're not doing this anymore like we're not gonna you know, be girly, we're not going to fall in love, whatever. And I think that what you were saying, Emma, is so important to talk about because you can do both. You can be a boss-ass lady at the office and you can still be kind and caring and compassionate and be a mother figure. Or you can not have kids and you can still be very kind and compassionate. You don't have to be this stone-cold bitch. Like, I think that people have this ideology in their mind that – if you don't want kids, it's like, oh, what's wrong with you? That's what why? people say to me. They're like, yeah, like
1: really, like why I, would you I thought not? you would want kids, and the reason they say that is because I'm a nice person. They're like, well, you, yeah, why, like why not? Like it, I, I get this, like, oh, are you like a secretly cold-hearted person? And I was like, no, I just, I just don't, I just don't know. But I think some people do grow up being like, I really, really want to be a mom, which you know, hopefully one day I, I, do get there. But if I don't, it doesn't make me an, an angry or unhappy or. Well, but even the fact that you're saying, like, hopefully one day I do get there. Like, no, if that's not true to who
0: you are, then that's not how you feel in your gut. You know, like, (laughs) well, I'm just saying, like, there's not a right or wrong way to go about things. And I feel like this is such an interesting time with, you know, everything that's happening with Taylor Swift and everything that's happening with the Barbie movie. And now Snow White, like there is conversation being had and wheels turning. And I Mm -hmm. think it's just an interesting way to kind of approach women and what we can do because I mean I will say and I'm making a joke here but like (laughs) no woman is more powerful than someone who's like hey I need to find this like my ex-boyfriend's you know girl that he was cheating on me with and all the women pile together with their phones and within 30 seconds it's like we know her high school we know like what grade her she was in and Goldfish's like, name Yes literally like we know everything about her you want to know her address that she grew up on and like who her next door neighbor was we can tell you everything and it's so crazy and I again it's a joke but it is really true like there is so much empowerment that can come from just being I guess supportive for lack of better yeah. words and I think that that is what a lot of this message at least in my personal opinion recently has been losing is like You can be what you want to be and it's okay to support someone who's on a different journey than you are. And it's okay to have a friend who's a stay-at-home mom, even if you're a entrepreneur. It's okay to have a friend who's an entrepreneur, even if you're like, you know, climbing up the corporate ladder. And it's okay to have an influencer, even if you're a small business owner. Like it's okay to support other women just because it's not what you want to be doing doesn't make it wrong.
1: Yeah, and everyone works hard in their own ways. You could always, I was having a pity party yesterday because I had to go to my like Halloween pregame late because I had to work and all my friends, you know, don't work the same hours that I do and stuff. And I was sitting there being like, I literally texted them and said, I'm having a pity party right now. Will you help me? (laughs) Because I was literally sitting there. I'd be like, well, I, you know, I was, you know, I had to work and I'm the one that's late and they're already there having fun. And it's just like everyone works hard in their different ways and it's all okay. I also think men and women have different strengths a reason like we don't have to have the same strengths as a man and a man will never we know this a man will never have the same strengths <laughs> as us just like maddie was saying but i mean truly like i think i saw a girl making a TikTok, which is an exaggeration and like not not what women for years and decades have fought for in terms of our rights but she was just making jokes she was like why did we because <laughs> basically women used to not have rights so it's amazing that we're to the point where we're not having conversations like, oh, I wish we could vote. Like, we're having conversations as people that are just as, you know, in terms of, like, numbers and voting power and in laws. We're, you know, we're the same as everyone. But she was making a joke. She was like, damn, like, I'm kind of, like, why did we fight just to have to work more? She's like, I would have been cool being a stay-at-home mom. And it was, like, a funny little take on it. But she was like, we literally fought so hard to the point you feel like if you're not overachieving and if you're not an entrepreneur, then you're failing all of a sudden. So we're... You know we always want to have a a glass half full it's we are lucky to be in the position that we're in to have this conversation as remnant of you know how do we want to be represented and actually like if we do want to be housewives or we want to be moms that's okay um and because the conversations used to be like hey that's all we can be so we need a fight to be able to be more so we're definitely on the brighter side of history now in terms of that but um, it's great to have just conversations about we're allowed to have like our things that men will never be as good at and like there are some things like men are physically stronger like they're just always going to be physically stronger like they're built to be men and move shit and i don't know tackle each other <laughs> because they're they have all this testosterone that they have to get out but it's like that's just never gonna like yes and that's okay because they're yep. never gonna bear a child and they're never gonna be finding your ex on instagram in 30 seconds and and that's that and that's okay go well, girls and <laughs> go girls
0: and just kind of wrapping up this episode I guess in a nice little pretty bow going back to just your original definition, Emma of like feminism and it's just all genders having equal rights and opportunities. So that's what it comes yes. down to and it doesn't necessarily mean forcing yourself to do something so that you appear a certain way. No part of that definition says like you have to fit into a certain more mold. It means that you have the option keyword option. To do the same thing as other people, mm-hmm. and I think that which is somehow great, which yeah is like great. that's great, and somehow it got lost in translation, at least from my personal perspective. And it's okay to have that option, and still do something different. It doesn't mean you have to do what everyone else wants you to do or what you feel like you have to do. It just means that you have the option to do whatever the hell you want to do, and that's the beauty of it. So. I don't know. I feel like I'm torn. Do we label this episode our most controversial episode ever?
1: Because- it's not controversial. I feel like <laughs> there's no way like a girl who listens to this and is like, you're wrong. It, and it's really not opinion. It's discussing... And I I don't know how much opinion is in this. Maybe I'm I'm fooling myself, but it's less opinion and more just about conversations that are surrounding women. And I mean, we all kind of get to decide that for society as the people that are currently growing up and we're the new adult generation, most of us. So like these are our conversations to be had, which is really cool. But it's also, you know, I love hearing people talk about this because it makes me feel heard. So we want you guys to all feel heard too and be empowered to do whatever the hell you want because you rock and that could mean and will mean something different for every person. Exactly. So we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. We hope that you have
0: a great Halloween, or if you're listening after Halloween, we hope that you had a great Halloween. Patriarchy is and Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And we just hope that you enjoyed this episode. We know it's a little bit different for us. Um but it was a fun conversation to have and it's an important conversation to have and yeah, we just appreciate your support. I mean, after all, this is the Hookah Girls Podcast. And we're girls girls. So we wanna we wanna support our fellow girlies. Be sure to follow us on Instagram if you have not already. It's at Hookah Girls Podcast. That is h-y-g-g-e girls podcast thanks maddie bueno bueno of course of course and we'll be back next monday with another episode for you all so until next time stay happy stay healthy and stay and
1: stay dirty